Howdy folks, welcome to Wright's Rocky Ridge Homestead. Let's roll. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Thank you for coming on back to Wright's Rocky Ridge Homestead, where we're still talking about chickens. And last week we talked about some heritage breed birds that are good to start your flock with, whether you're a family of four or just one person or just... Uh, some folks are looking for some eggs or some meat or anything pertaining to do with chickens. And this week, we're going to switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about hybrid birds. Hybrids are the heavy hitters. Hybrids are the birds that they're specifically bred to do a whole lot of laying or make a whole lot of meat and do it all really fast and efficiently. We're talking about the best conversion rates. We're talking about the most production and but we're also talking about something that doesn't do it for as long and we're going to do a lot more heritage breed birds as we go on through this podcast week by week i think after this week we're going to start um having a topic to talk about and then after that we're going to do a couple breeds each week that way we've got some different topics to talk about because there are so many different breeds of chickens out there that'll be good for your homestead depending on what you're after and what you're looking for but today we're going to start with some we're going to talk about some hybrids both hybrid layers and hybrid meat birds and we'll start first with the hybrid layers now there are many many variations of hybrid laying chickens out there you can make your own. We'll get into that, and I'll show you how to do that, or I'll show you, I'll tell you about how to do that. And, and that's fun to play with once you're a little bit more experienced in the, in the chicken world. But really, as far as commercialized hybrid birds, there are two variations. There's the black sex link and the red sex link. Now, the red sex link is the chicken of a thousand names, if you ask me. Because you, you may hear them called anything under the sun. Basically, everybody that has their variant of this breed of chicken has their own name. And I'll go over a few of them with you. If you have seen these in your local feed store, this is the sex link, the production chicken. A red star, a red sex link, Isa Brown, Isa Brown, Isa Brown, production red, golden comet, golden sex link, cinnamon queen, and a red comet. Now those are the war those are the names that I know. I'm sure there are even more, but this is the chicken of a thousand names. Because they're just great at what they do. They're perfect for the farm. Everybody loves them, and everybody's got their own version. All the hatcheries and all the backyard um, breeders out there. And there are many more hybrids from home that people make, but these are the ones you're going to find in your local feed store. So let's talk about the red ones first, since we already got through about 30 of their names. And, all right, to make this bird, typically 
it's a Rhode Island red and a Rhode Island white. Now it can be a few other birds out there they can substitute that Rhode Island white for, but that's a that's a red star, red sexling. We're gonna call them a production red. That's what we're gonna call them while we're doing this. And they lay a large brown egg. The older they get, the bigger the egg is. They lay over 300 eggs per year. Now it takes them about 16, 15 to 16 weeks to get started. And from that point on, up until they're about three and a half years old, these chickens lay almost every single day right up there with the white leghorn chicken. This is the only breed of chicken that I know of that can get that close to the white leghorn. Excuse me. Now, the, the Rhode Island Red, sort of what this bird comes from, the Rhode Island Red's a great laying chicken. But even the Rhode Island Red cannot meet what this bird can do production-wise with the gr this great conversion rate that you get from feed to egg production. And the thing about these birds, if you're interest in, interested in making some, these birds are what's called a sex link. You've already heard me say that a time or two during this podcast. But a sex link means if you have two eyes, if you have two eyes, you can set, separate the roosters and the hens of this breed from the moment they dry off after they pop out of the egg, if you make them yourself. The roosters are going to be yellow, like uh, like a white chicken. And the, the hens are going to be like a little chipmunk of a color. Completely different looking birds. Easy to tell apart. Um, the hens don't go broody really at all. You're not, I mean, there's always that one bird that's going to do something different. But I've never witnessed the production red hen try to set and try to hatch off chicks. And I've had a lot of them. Going to get a lot more of them this coming spring. The roosters, now they really don't have much use. You're not going to get those more than likely at your feed store because they're already made in, into pullets, pullets being little hens. Um, if you hatch them and make them yourself, now the, the roosters, they, they do make a good tasting and fairly early maturing meat bird in about 12, 16 weeks, somewhere in there, they're going to reach processing weight. But unless you hatch them at home, you're probably not going to have roosters. And the hens are very calm. They're very friendly. They're really a pet chicken, if there is such a thing as a pet chicken. It is this bird. They're going to follow you around. They're going to be really calm, easy going. They're going to lay every day. They're red with a few little white spots on them here and there, and possibly some black, depending on who you cross with to make what you do. Um, and... You know, that, that's, that's about it. This is a real laying chicken. This is the best brown egg layer out there.
that I know of, if there's one better, come over to the Facebook page and let us know. Tell us about that bird and let me dive into that and try that chicken out. But the production red chicken has the best conversion rate and lays the most eggs of any brown egg laying hen. The downside to her is she's going to stop laying long before your heritage breeds are. By the time three and a half years have come to pass, this bird is basically finished. She might lay one every now and then for a little while. She don't live very long. Four or five years is about as long as this bird's gonna live, period. And for that time frame, from about, they start 15, 16 weeks, so from probably about 20 weeks in, up until this bird is three years old, it will lay non-stop. But after that, this either becomes a pet for its next ever how long that it lives. It can become a dumpling hen, a stew hen, if you prefer to eat your birds. And she's pretty good that way. Or you can move on from her to somebody else, you know, because she is going to lay some along, but she is not at all going to be cost efficient to keep after that age. But in that time frame, this is the perfect chicken to get the most bang for your buck in the brown egg chicken laying, chicken egg laying world. <laughs> there we go. And that is the production red. Now the production black, her sister, if you will, a chicken with plenty of names, but not as many as the red one that I've seen. I've seen a black star, a black sex link, and a production black. And both of these birds are easy to raise, and they both lay a lot of eggs. Um, now how you tell the roosters for the black ones from the time that they hatch is the roosters are black with a white spot on their head and the hens are just black. And they're gonna lay a lot of eggs. They're not gonna get up there with the red ones, but they lay a big brown egg as well. Uh, they lay between 250 and 280 a year, which is still awesome for uh, any chicken out there. Um, and they start laying about 16 weeks old. It's about the same as far as three and a half. You might get a little bit more time out of the black ones. I'm not sure. It doesn't seem that way. Um, they, I raised them for the first time I believe in the fourth grade for 4-H. And they started, I've had those ever since. And that's the same as the black Australorp. You know, a black chicken on the ground, a few of those looks like some crows from a distance to a hawk. So keep that in mind. And these are also a very friendly hen. They uh, get along with the flock good. They're very personable. You're going to be able to pet these, pick them up. They're a good pet chicken. They're a little bit bigger of a bird than the red one, but the conversion rate's still really good. 
It's not as great as the production red. That's basically impossible for a brown egg chicken, but it's right there close. And both of these birds, I give an absolute gold star. Is there anything else to cover about these two chickens? Um, before we get into the the breeding of, of these and, and the making of hybrid layers. Oh, they are somewhat prone to parasites, both of these, because they are a hybrid and mass-produced, I guess. Maybe their genes are a little bit weaker. They are a little bit more prone to parasites. But now in your regular, everyday chicken coop that's kept well clean and they're taking care of their waters clean, if they're in a tractor, they're moved, if they're free-ranging, they're out. Keep a little bit closer eye on them than your regular heritage breed bird. But these guys are going to be, you know, they're, they're going to be all right. I have seen them get a few parasites, but they're not hard to get rid of. And as long as you keep things clean, you're not going to have much trouble. I wouldn't even really worry with it. And both of these birds have about a five-year lifespan. That's about all she wrote when it comes to these chickens. Um... Did I tell you where the black one comes from? No, not it. Basically, the, the black one comes from a, a barred hen and a non-barred rooster. You said, whoa, what's that mean? <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the second section of this uh, podcast here on Wright's Rocky Ridge Homestead. And let's get into the making of hybrid egg layers. Now, you don't have to specifically do this for these two birds. You can you could do them for all, make your own hybrids of, of all types for egg color. You can breed for certain traits. You know, these these options are all over the board and a little bit later on we'll dedicate an entire podcast to the breeding and breeding for for um, sex links for being able to tell the hens from the roosters we'll do a podcast about that with breeding for egg color included because when you get a little bit farther into the chicken world and you get to doing it on your own, maybe you get to giving a few eggs away, maybe you get to selling a few eggs, and maybe you got kids. If you'll stick with me and listen to these podcasts, when we get a little bit farther in and get into that stuff, because we haven't even talked about the colored egg layers, the blues, the greens, or anything like that at all yet. We will travel together on this journey and get to the point where when your kids need eggs for Easter, you won't have to dye any if you don't want to. We can make these from the hen. Or rather, she can make them and we can fix it to where she does. But anyhow, this hybrid breeding, we'll get into it a little bit and try not to dive too deep. To make a red sex link of some kind, I told you earlier, most of them are a Rhode Island red and a Rhode Island white. 
but to make a red sex length of some kind, maybe you have, maybe you have two other breeds of bird, and you like the traits that the rooster has and the hen, and you would like to make your own sex link, your own red sex link, from that pairing. So here's what you need. You need a gold rooster. Hold on a minute now, Travis. <laughs> a gold rooster. Now, I'm not saying you need a gold rooster. Like, I don't think, he don't need to be worth his weight in it either. This is basically a rooster with a, a gold or a red um, root to him. Root color meaning dominant color. So that could be a Rhode Island red. That could be a Buff Orpington. That could be a New Hampshire. That could be all manner, Welsomer, all manners of red colored birds. That is your rooster. And a silver hen. You said, oh no, a silver hen. What? There aren't that many silver chickens. Well, there are a lot of white chickens, and most white chickens have that silver gene. And that silver gene is actually dominant over the gold gene. And we're talking about Colombian Wyandots. We're talking about Delawares. We're talking about white leghorns. We're talking about Rhode Island whites. All types of um, white giants. We're talking about all types of light-colored or silver hens, and you put those together, and when the egg comes out and the egg hatches, it's reversed. That's going to make it to where that the hen is going to be red, just like dad, and the rooster is going to have that silver tone like mom. Okay, you follow me? That, that's how that comes to pass. And, and you can take, like I said, any manner of gold or, or reddish rooster and put him with any manner of silver hen to make these sex-length chicks that you can be separated from the moment that they dry off after they come out of the egg. And I know if you're, if you're chicken people, then in your mind right now, you're thinking of the breeds that you have that you'd like to cross and you'd get into those sex links and you could tell your hens as soon as they pop out of the incubator. And that's wonderful, do that, because you're gonna have a blast with it if you're thinking about moving some chicks, selling a few chicks or something. You're gonna, oh, this is gonna roll quickly. This is gonna be great. And if you have your own combination, guess what that bit means? That means you get to give them their own name. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Woo, all right. Now, the black variation of this production bird. All right. I got to take a deep breath. Hang on. The black variation of this bird, these productions, is a solid rooster and a barred hen. Now, solid is a pretty easy word to understand. Now, when we say solid, we wanted this black in. That means it's a solid black rooster, like an Australorp. All right, or a black Jersey giant. Something black, a black bird. And a barred hen. What's a barred hen? 
A barred hen's like a barred rock or a dominecker or even a Delaware. That barring gene, what that barring gene does, it doesn't make stripes or spots on a bird. That barring gene actually deletes color. So when you're looking at that barred rock or you're looking at that dominecker and you're seeing all that black, gray, and white, those colors that it has, that's actually a black bird that is partially um, whited out, bleached, if you will, in places. And that's a barred chicken. Now, there are lots of barred birds out there you can use, just like with the silver hen for the red. And that makes a chick with a rooster with a white dot on his head and a black hen. And I just always found that fascinating that that's how they are made. And we're going to have fun with that as the weeks go on a little bit, especially in the springtime. In the springtime, that's going to be a big thing on our part because we're really going to look into how these things come to be. And we're going to, we're going to work together on making new breeds and finding different egg colors. But that's later on and on down the road. Anyhow, that is the breakdown of your hybrid layers. These are something that I think you should get for your flock. They're going to be easy to get a hold of. They're not going to cost a whole lot. And your whole family is going to love them. And now we'll move right on. Now in this section, we're going to change gears and roll over to our hybrid meat birds. These are the birds that you're gonna um, produce your meat for your family or your homestead or your farm or your friends or whoever wants it or sell it, whatever it is that you wanna do. These are the birds that are specifically bred for that. Now we're not talking about all these heritage and hybrid roosters that you raise from your home. Those are wonderful if you want to go about it that, that way. But this is also an option. And the first bird we're going to talk about here is the famous Cornish Cross. And this bird is the same chicken that's going to be at the restaurant this is the one you're going to find in the gas station. This is the one you're going to find at the grocery store. And you can raise this bird from home. And we always like to talk about conversion rate. We were talking conversion rate from feed to eggs, but here we're going to go with conversion rate from feed to meat. And these are the king. Now they do come with their share of problems, and it is a little bit weird. <laughs> let's let's not let's not forget to stress that it's strange, but this is an option, and they taste wonderful. These Cornish crosses are your white big fat chicken, <laughs> you know, on the on the side of the boxes of of fried chicken. <laughs> And what makes these guys crazy 
is they process in their eighth week. Take a minute, pause, take a deep breath, think about that. Eight weeks from the time this chicken comes out of this egg is ready to be processed. Moment of silence. All right. That's weird, ain't it? I know. It's weird. And they come from a Plymouth white rooster? I mean, excuse me. I should edit that out, but I don't really know how. So they come from a Cornish rooster and a Plymouth white hen. These two chickens cannot breed naturally. These two chickens have to be bred artificially. That's done by somebody somewhere else. And somehow it makes these birds. And we buy them, I'll be honest, we buy them every year. They're okay. They're raised at the house from the time that they're three days old. And in eight weeks, they're ready to process. And in eight weeks, you're going to look for a rooster that weighs 10 pounds and a hen that weighs eight and all the chicken people out there said, how is that possible? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how they get so big. But they're definitely more healthy at your house than they are in big businesses' factory farm. And these birds are calm. They're really dumb. They're actually, they're, they're pitiful. When this chicken walks outside, if it's raining, it'll look straight up, open its mouth, and drown. That means for these eight weeks, you got to take care of these chickens like they're babies if you want them to survive. They need really special care. They're easy to process. It doesn't. Once you get in a rhythm and you get good at it, then just a few minutes, you're packaging one bird, packaging another bird, and th they do have that part. And they're going to be massive, big old breasted birds. Big drumsticks, they're just like what you see in the store. They're, they're spot on in, in that sense. But now they're disease prone. Everything under the sun makes them sick. They're really lethargic. They don't have much energy. They don't... They don't know when to stop eating. You can only let these chickens, they, they say to have food for eight hours a day and you need to take it away from them because they'll eat too much. Now, if this chicken, if, if eight weeks come and you're like, well, I ain't ready to butcher them, well, make plans because you can't wait. When you get up nine, 10, these birds are gonna get so big, their legs will break while they're walking around. Now, I'm telling you the truth here, this will happen. Uh, so they've got a lot of cons. You know, they got a lot of cons, but the pros are that in eight weeks' time, that's all you got to feed these guys. You're going to have a big old chicken to put in a freezer. And that's about all I can say about the Cornish Crosses. If, if it's not weird to you or if you don't care, kind of like me, then uh, go ahead and go to the feed store, call the hatchery, because you can't make these at home. Or somebody probably can, but I can't. And uh, get you a few. Now, if that scared you off, because somehow this bird matures in eight weeks, it goes from 
like an ounce to 10 pounds. If that scared you off, there is another option. There is another option that's gonna be great. And this chicken is more like a chicken. This is a regular chicken. It's called a Red Ranger. <laughs> and it looks a lot like a sex link. It's really probably, I guess you'd say the sex link's first cousin. They don't, pro they process in 11 weeks, which is still a full month and a week before that a heritage rooster becomes butcher in age, or excuse me, process in age. And these chickens are actually really active. They, they forage their self. You can have these out free ranging in the yard if you want to. They're still all right in confinement. They make a good bird, not hardly as big, but they're a good option to, to have on your farm or your homestead. If you want a little bit more normal chicken, they come from a Rhode Island Red in the New Hampshire. So these guys are worth, uh, they're worth having around. Their roosters are about eight pounds. Their hens about six pounds. Um, not as good a conversion rate because you got that extra three weeks, but they're actually hardy and disease resistant and they act like a normal bird. So if you want to go with a Red Ranger, the Red Ranger is a good, good idea. And they're becoming more popular and more popular and folks are really starting to like what they see there. And with that said, that will wrap this episode up of Wright's Rocky Ridge Homestead. Thank you for hanging out with us. Go over to the Facebook, give us a like, follow, and all stuff like that. Subscribe to the podcast, listen to us, and give us some feedback on the Facebook and get ready to have some conversations. And we'll come back and talk with you next week. See you guys.